Welcome to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Conley. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've got a great guest today and we're hoping to learn a lot. Anita Fox is the director of the Department of Insurance and Financial Services for the state of Michigan. Anita, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for being with us. Okay, tell us, what is the Department of Insurance and Financial Services and what main goals do you try to accomplish? Sure. The Department of Insurance and Financial Services is the part of the governor's executive offices that is focused on regulating Michigan's insurance and financial services sectors. And that means insurance companies, insurance agents, state chartered banks, credit unions, all kinds of consumer finance, your auto loans, your mortgage loans, deferred presentment or payday lenders. So we're really central to the governor's agenda to make sure that Michiganders have full access to all the economic opportunity that Michigan offers. So we're really here to help consumers understand and deal with all issues related to insurance and financial services. Okay. Well, the new marketplace starts January 1. Tell us about that. Is it too late to enroll? How does that work in Michigan? So what the marketplace is, just so your listeners understand, is those are the Affordable Care Act plans or Obamacare, as you might have heard them call. And what those plans are, are there ways for people who don't have, for example, employer-sponsored health coverage or aren't on some other type of government plan to be able to buy what they know are affordable and comprehensive and will cover both kinds of you know preventative care, which we know is so important, as well as if somebody is injured or ill. And it is not too late to sign up for coverage that begins January 1. You have time until January 15, 2023 to get next year's. If you sign up by the end of December, your coverage will begin January 1st. If you sign up by January 15th, it will start February 1st. So there's plenty of time for Michiganders to get covered. How many Michiganders are enrolled in the marketplace here in the state? It varies from year to year, but if you take in past years, all of those were covered under any kind of plan. So there's plans that are covered through Healthy Michigan, which is a part of our Medicaid programs and through the ACA. We're covering approximately a million Michiganders. So it's a really important program. And this year, even more important, you know, we're coming out of a pandemic, lots of changes in people's employment, their health care. And what's more, there's a great chance for subsidies. So not only do you have these comprehensive plans, but the federal government has extended subsidies to help Michiganders pay for that insurance. Wow. So far in December, or at least until that closed enrollment period, 67,000 folks enrolled. Do you see people still becoming involved? Is the number holding steady? What do you see? So what we see is every year, a lot of people wait till the deadline. The last two weeks before the deadline are always huge enrollment. The numbers I have are as of December 7th, 112,000 plus Michiganders have signed up and we're on pace about 10% ahead of where we were at this time last year. So that's really encouraging. So talk a little bit about, I know you're really making a great effort to put the word out. And I know that there have been plans just to get out into the public and have them interact with you and learn about that. Tell us about that. 
So as a department, we deal a lot with entities that we regulate because we monitor their filings and their rates. But when it comes to things like this and many of the things we do, we need to get the word out to, you know, average citizens, Michiganders, because they're the ones we really need to make sure have this information. So some of the things we're doing is just what I'm doing here today. We really appreciate the chance to work with the media to get the word out and let people know a couple of things. One, that they can always call the department or log onto our website. We have a toll-free number. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, you'll get a live person answering with information. That's 877-999-6442. I'm going to say that again, 877-999-6442. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., you're going to get a live person answering your call and answering your questions. Or you can always visit us 24-7 at michigan.gov slash health insurance. I know that on December 13th, you held the town hall and you've got another one coming up Thursday, January 12th. That'll be in the new year starting at 12 noon. Tell us about that. So we use these town halls. You know, one of the things that's come out of this, you know, virtual environment that we're all kind of learning to live with is a great way to reach more people and not having to have them drive somewhere, especially during the winter weather. So these virtual town halls are a great opportunity for consumers to hear directly from DIFFs and ask their questions. They can put their questions right in and subject matter experts are going to be there and tell them like, to understand the benefits that they're entitled to, how to find in-network healthcare providers, important information on costs and how to shop around. So we work with organizations to get the word out. An organization or community group that wants to partner with us can call that toll-free, 877-999-6442, or anybody can log on to that Michigan.gov health insurance and get information. But again, as you mentioned, it's Thursday, January 12th at noon. We're talking with Anita Fox, who's the Director of Insurance and Financial Services for the state of Michigan. When we come back, we're gonna talk with Anita more about insurance in the state of Michigan. We're also gonna talk a little bit about payday lenders. We'll do that next here on Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. Welcome back to Media Business. I'm Tony Connolly. This is the Michigan Business Network. We've got a great guest today and Anita Fox, who's the director of the Department of Insurance and Financial Services here in the state of Michigan. Anita, when it comes to insurance in our state, it's big, big business. How did Michigan become an insurance hub? Do you know? You know, we're a hub for all kinds of things. We have talented people. We have great universities. If you look at the universities, we have our big major universities, but we also have a great community college network. And we just have a lot of talent. And that's what people are looking for. You know, the governor has worked hard to make sure that we are doing what we can to bring business to Michigan. And, you know, especially those kinds of things like insurance that our consumers really need. We provide a lot of jobs through the insurance industry, and we also provide a really important, you know, something that everybody needs. You can't start a family or business without thinking about what am I going to do about money? So our financial services, but also how am I going to deal with risk, whether it's my health insurance, whether it's my property insurance, 
all kinds of things. So we recognize that we're so important to economic security for Michiganders, and we want to attract and work with insurance companies to make a home in Michigan. What is the state doing? What are you doing, Anita, to help these insurance companies keep people here working in that field in Michigan? I know there's a big push to get young folks to come and live and work in the state as it is. Insurance, I would imagine, is a pretty good place to start. So a couple of things we did, we worked with the, you know, Michigan Employment Development Corporation worked with our insurers in 2019, and they're upping that again to study what are the jobs that are available? What is the economic impact of the industry in Michigan and getting that information out so that we let people know, you know, this is a great place to live and work. We're doing things so that we can increase competition and bring more insurers who want to offer their plans here in Michigan because we know that competition lowers rates. You know, there was auto insurance reform and that brought new insurers to Michigan in that realm. We're always looking to increase the offerings through our health insurers. And we're finding that we have a number of plans that are offering coverage here in Michigan. So there's just a lot of things that we can do to make this a state that is friendly for all kinds of business, but including insurance. And we're working with industry. I created an office of innovation. And one of tasks is to reach out and work with universities and high schools even have a lot of programs now and employers and think about ways that we can let people know it's not just selling insurance. They need IT people. They need accountants. You know, we have jobs here at the department. So there's just a million things that we're trying to do anything we can to make this a robust market for Michiganders. Anita, I know that there's a great concern about the auto insurance rates in places. I'm from Mount Clemens from places like Detroit and Saginaw and Flint and other urban areas like that. And I know that's something that you and your office, as well as the governor, have been taking a look at. What have you learned and what can be done to help those folks with those high rates? Well, one of the things you can do is shop around. Again, having a robust marketplace means there's competition and it may matter where you get your insurance. Another thing is to talk to your agent and make sure that your coverage matches your family's needs and budget. In the auto realm, for example, the changes that were made in 2019 did a number of things, but one of the things they did is allow more choice for consumers. We were the only state in the nation that mandated lifetime unlimited benefits for your personal injury protection. That's the coverage for the medical expenses that you or your family or who's in your car are injured in an auto accident. Well, that's great coverage, but it's also expensive. And we were, as you know, the most expensive state in the union. And so what happened with the 2019 reform, we kept that as a choice. Again, the only state in the union that offers that choice. But we also now have other choices for Michiganders who may not think that that's the right coverage for their family. You can buy coverage at lower levels for yourself and your family. And there's also expanded ways that you can rely on your health insurance for injuries. And that way you can keep your auto premium down. A lot of folks, especially those on Medicare, for example, felt that it was uh, paying twice for the same medical coverage. And so now there are options where you always could coordinate, except if you were on Medicare, you couldn't coordinate. That was a federal rule. Now you can coordinate in a way that make your Medicare first or only rely on your Medicare or your health insurance. So that's another opportunity right there. Anita, I know that there was a great concern about payday lenders. I want to talk a little bit about that because before COVID, it was in the news quite a bit. I know there's been a lot of work done with that. We'll talk about that next. I'm Tony Conley. This is Media Business on the Michigan Business Network.
For something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Welcome back to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Tony Connolly talking with Anita Fox, who's the director of the Department of Insurance and Financial Services for the state of Michigan. Anita, before COVID, it seemed like there was about a five-year period there where there was a lot of talk about payday lenders and how people who were in poverty or who had low incomes were kind of stuck in a rut because they were trying to make ends meet. They go to these payday lenders and they just couldn't find a way out. And I know that prior to COVID, there was a lot of talk about this in the state of Michigan, in the political realm, and with our governor. Tell us a little bit about what's being done to kind of help folks out who got stuck in that rut. So payday lending is one of those things that in a perfect world, nobody wants anybody to have to go and get credit at a high rate. We want everybody to be able to get competitive rate. We all rely on credit to some extent. The problem is, obviously, if you have a riskier credit, we also don't want institutions to fail or give out credit in ways that they know that people can't pay. So payday lenders have filled kind of a gap for some people who needed credit and couldn't get conventional credit. You are right. But the problem is, you know, if you're giving the highest rates to the people who can least afford it, and that is an automatic recipe for a problem. So what we want to do is a couple things. We look at ways to make sure that those are being given out fair and in compliance with the legal restrictions that the legislature has put in place. But we also want to look at other opportunities for people to get credit. How do you build good credit? How do you get yourself out of that cycle? And one of the things we did is we created what's called the Michigan Open Account Coalition. And that is to try and find ways to get people who have never had a relationship with a bank or credit union to open an account and begin that process of having you know, more of a relationship. If you don't have a bank account or a bank that you normally deal with, you pay probably the, on average $3,000 a year in check cashing fees and other things. So having an established relationship where you can go and then build up an account, have a banker that knows you and your family, a credit union that knows you and your family, we think that that's an important place. And you can go to our website and look at the Michigan Open Account Coalition and find those institutions. And what they do is they're transparent and they have low fees and no overdrafts and all those kinds of things that people fear will you know, deplete their money if they put it in there. The reasons that people don't keep their money there. So one thing we're doing. We're also looking at ways for other kinds of small dollar lending and ways that the government might be able to be creative and whether they can you know, provide some risk protection to institutions who may lend to people who normally couldn't meet the credit requirements. That balance between, you know, we saw what happens when credit isn't monitored. You know, you let people get way extended, but at the same time, we want to make sure people have access to credit. So you're going to hear about it more. How do we deal with small dollar lending, but not at exorbitant rates? You know, Anita, I always wondered why we don't teach in our schools, why we don't make it a required class on how students 
can learn how to run a checking account, how to have a relationship with a bank, what to do when it comes to investing your money, how to pay your bills. That's something that I know probably you, I know me and my wife work very hard with my kids to get them to understand that and learn that. Why don't we push that more? Well, the governor signed a bill earlier this year that will make that a class in our high schools. So that's a great step. You're right on the money, hate to say it that way, but that's something that we need to do. We have required economics, but not that kind of kitchen table checkbook, you know, understanding some of those concepts. So I think that'll be a first start. And, you know, we're trying to find all the ways we can to build financial literacy from when the governor took office, she instructed all of us, you know, don't just think about literacy as reading a book. It's all kinds of things. And financial literacy is one of those things because you need that to participate in our society. Financial planning is big, big business in our state. There are a lot of them. I know it's encouraged that folks plan for their futures and save. Talk a little bit about that and how it works in Michigan and what you're doing to improve that. Well, that's one of the things we're focusing on in our financial literacy education, understanding savings, even putting away a little bit every month is a way that you can begin to build a future for yourself, understanding life insurance as a way to pass generational wealth. Another thing that we're looking at is trying to explain to kids, you know, partnering with institutions that talk to kids about those kinds of things. So their saving is an important part. I'll tell you another thing, just on an insurance side, many people don't think about is all of us have deductibles under our policies. So if you have a deductible on your home insurance or your renter's insurance, that's an amount you have to pay before your insurance kicks in. Well, in the event of a disaster, if you haven't put aside or saved that money, you may end up in this terrible spot where you have insurance, but you can't access it because you can't meet the deductible. So that's another thing we want Michiganders to know. That's part of planning and saving. It's hard. People are living paycheck to paycheck, but it's always better to even just begin to put aside a little bit then to put aside. Anita Fox is the director of the Michigan Department of Insurance and Financial Services. If I can figure out insurance, anybody can, Anita. And I think you hit the nail on the head with the fear. Do the thing you fear and the death of that fear is for certain. Sounds like there's a lot of help here in our state. So thank you so much for your time. We appreciate you. A Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. Happy holidays to you and thank you for having us. And we would love to come back. I'm Tony Conley. You've been listening to Media Business on the Michigan Business Network.